be simply this is she and I want to give thanks for all of you connecting in this moment or the next today we're connecting with the alchemy of food connecting to our roots and we are going to connect to spring crops as they relate to the northern hemisphere so for Many of us, we might have become accustomed, depending where we live on this beautiful planet Earth, to eat anything and everything if it's available at any season. The more we can become aware that there are certain foods that grow at certain times of year for a reason, and the more we align ourselves with that process, you might be pleasantly surprised at how your body responds. And of course, from time to time, it's fun to have those things. However, just remind yourself to keep yourself in wellness. You might, just might want to play around with seasonal eating. You might even just try it for one season and see what happens. Play with it and see what you uncover. So today, in this segment, just connecting all of us to our roots, uh, connecting us to the food and culture of cooking and dining, bringing a new awareness to this, that's actually an old awareness where we can actually set the setting for how we want to prepare, how we want to eat, and how we want to enjoy food with others. Being that we are in a culture where there's a lot of mainstream media, there's a lot of diet trends, and there's a lot of quote-unquote competition among chefs and restaurants that really there's plenty of opportunity to feed plenty of people and we could, if we so do choose, start to shift our paradigm and realize that this is a sacred act that we're performing when we cook for others. And if we hold it in that resonance, there will be more than likely lines coming out the door of your home and or restaurant if we hold it in that sacred resonance. If you have had the opportunity to grow a garden, you'll realize that some foods grow faster and more plentiful than others. Some take a while. And with that knowledge, we realize how sacred it is to be consuming certain foods because it's not that effortless to grow it and to maintain it. So a big aho to our farmers. What I would like to point our direction to is just understanding a little bit more about spring. Uh, we're going to be referencing the Paul Pitchford cookbook, and it's called Healing with Whole Foods. It's not just a cookbook. It does have recipes, Asian traditions, and modern nutrition. Uh, as I mentioned, this is a staple that I have two of in my kitchen, two different editions. And if you're on the Southern Hemisphere, we'll be kind of flipping this, but today we're going to focus as if uh, we're all gaining knowledge about springtime, entering into springtime, and you can file this away for future if you are in the Southern Hemisphere, or you can just listen in for fun, <laughs> no filing required. So the springtime, this is a season to tend to the liver and gallbladder. So in spring, we naturally eat less or even fast to cleanse the body of fats and heavy foods of the winter. Um, this should be the lightest of the year and contains foods with emphasis, the yang, ascending and expansive qualities of spring, young plants, fresh greens, sprouts, and immature wheat or other cereal grasses. So as you become attuned to eating within seasons, you'll notice, I was even noticing 
wow, I, I don't want to eat certain things. I, my body is craving to clear itself out. And we have that opportunity to do that if we so do choose. And remember, in spring, it's not as if all the crops are growing. You have a transition from winter crops, preparing the soil to plant spring crops that will go flow effortlessly into summer crops. So this is why we have a little bit of a pause, an indicator that, hey, the soil is now getting prepared and it might have been resting for part of the winter, depending where you live, this cold climate. And this is that opportunity that we have to cleanse, eat less, and clear the system out. And remember, you're clearing that stagnation in the liver. If you have any emotional uh, upswings, anger, you're noticing skin issues, uh, all these things are indicators that it's time to clear the liver. And this will really, really help as you go into hot months of summer. If we don't clear the stagnation, guess what happens? You'll be overheating in the summer and you'll be playing catch up. So to keep ourselves in wellness, we have the opportunity for renewal and we can even eat some raw foods during this time of year. Uh, nice, simple salads, uh, bring it in when the days are a little bit warmer and just adjust according to where you are. If it's still cool, you're more than likely going to want more cooked food still to keep your agni, your inner life force, flowing. Now, what I'd like us to do is we entered in with Shyla Ray song, Truthfully, and I would love for us in this moment just to take a pause and connect to yourself. You'll hear in the song as she expresses that no one knows self better than self. So as I've mentioned in the mainstream media, we have lots of options of seeing trends and I hope that we start moving away from trends and trend marketing and trend dieting and we begin to start listening to ourselves. Every biology is different. There's so many factors to the human composition. Yes, we carry a certain frame, but just as there are many different cars out on the market, we are different beings. Our brains are functioning different. Our bodies are functioning different. So there isn't one formula for all of us. So my hope with these segments is that you will begin to start to attune and truthfully know what you need and listen to it and not feel the pressure of having to follow someone's great discovery. They discovered chia seeds and feel like you have to overconsume those because you think it's good for you. Listening to our body helps us out a lot, not just with food consumption, but also with all things in life that we no longer have to acquiesce to the pressure of mass media or feel that we have to fit in with what is prescribed by a trend of a market for one point in time and that we can actually live in harmony with ourselves from this day till our last breath. So as you're contemplating that, think about how you know yourself or do you know yourself or have you been spending most of your life flowing with what the crowd is doing. This is your time to really start to align with what you need and you might be pleasantly surprised at how your mind, body, and spirit responds. We'll just sit back, take a deep breath in, maybe place your hand on your tummy, breathing in and out of the heart, and just connect. Connect to that liver, see what's going on there, connect to that gallbladder, and connect to all of your being and see what is revealed and what you know about self. Mm -hmm. 
gently breathing in and out and connecting back to here and as she says love yourself so a simple way to show self-respect is by nourishing self with foods that will aid in regeneration will aid in nourishment and your overall well-being this does not happen when we consume foods that are processed that are packaged there's just a life force that's gone or never existed in them. So seasonal eating is a great opportunity, one, to learn about the planet Earth, to see what she typically would yield at certain times of year, and understand that if you live in a region of the world that doesn't have a lot of agriculture, it, there's a reason for that. And to attune yourself to learn how to live off what is provided for in that region of the world is a really beautiful lesson. Also, it reduces the amount of dependency. We become more of an integrated society when we learn to live in harmony with the land and what it is naturally intended to yield in that region of the world. In addition, there's many, many great options these days with science, technology, and innovation that allows for ways to grow food in this region, but again, play with it and understand why, maybe just why, there are certain foods that just grow in certain areas and that we might be able to sustain off of that. So as mentioned, if you started to connect, do you know yourself and how you need to eat? And as we go into this season of spring in the northern hemisphere, we begin to have the opportunity to clear out some emotions clear stagnation and create an opportunity to prepare ourselves to handle the heat of summer. So this extra heat in the liver can create struggles towards balance and imbalance. <laughs> You're struggling to get in balance but you can't. So in order to reduce stagnancy or heat, the kidneys, mother of the liver, must produce extra yin fluids. When, which in this case act as a coolant and decongestant. If the liver needs never rest from a state of congestion, neither do the kidneys rest, and eventually the kidney yin function weakens. A liver yin deficiency syndrome and the resulting minor heat signs develop as the yin of the liver diminishes and the kidneys strain to increase yin fluid production. So signs of such deficiency in heat include any of general deficient yin symptoms, fresh red tongue and cheeks, small but frequent thirst, hot palms and soles and insomnia. When lack of yin specifically affects the liver, additional symptoms may include irritability, dry eyes, nervousness, and depression. Sometimes excessive heat and deficiency heat coexist in the liver with signs of heat appearing in one area of the body and deficiency of heat appearing elsewhere. So, this gives you uh, an idea of what might be occurring in your liver. So how do we balance this um, disharmony in the liver? So the liver is governed by wood, wind, a yang climate force associated with liver and wood element is described in Chinese classics as the external environmental influence that enters the body, most often in combination with other climates. Thus, often one frequently speaks of wind combined with heat, cold, damp, and dry conditions. 
this is a way for you to start to relate with your exterior to your interior and also with seasonal eating. So we can look, or you can look, if you're inspired to, to Paul Titchford's book on the liver, the wood element, and start to get some ideas and idea, ideas of how you can start a cleanse, tend to the gallbladder, and think about the foods that you might want to avoid during this cleanse. Heavy meats, dairy, eggs, peanuts, nuts. Again, typically when you're cleansing the liver, you are going to be omitting all dairy, all meats, all eggs. You're going to be on fruits and veggies. Very simple, easy diet that will allow the liver to rest. Think of yourself as becoming a newborn baby again and you're going to have simple foods. So in this book, he has a beautiful chart, Summary of Common Liver Syndromes, Physical Signs and Emotional Signs on page 324 and 325. Um, you will be really amazed at what is pointed out. And again, if you have any kind of confusion or not sure about this, you can consult someone to assist you to get some information. You can reach out to me. I'm happy to assist. Sometimes it takes a team, depending on what's going on, to look at your current condition and evaluate what type of assistance you need. It might be purely nutritional. Uh, there might be more complexity where there's medical issues that need to be brought into balance in conjunction with some nutrition to bring yourself back to wellness. You can eat yourself to wellness. You can find that, but it does take some monitoring in many directions depending what you have going on in your system. So don't necessarily think that one thing is going to take care of it all, that you might need to have some patience. And this is something that happens when you clear out that liver, your patience will increase, your heat will calm down, and you'll be able to employ uh, some critical thinking. So great time to learn more about your liver and gallbladder and see how you can uh, increase uh, energy, decrease energy, and bring it into balance, especially before those summer months. This is really important. You don't want to be taxed and strained before the heat sets in. One other uh, piece that I would love to, sh to shine a light on is True Food. Uh, it's a cookbook put together by Andrew Wild and a few other contributors. The Seasonal, Sustainable, Simple, and Pure. This cookbook has a lot of uh, beautiful recipes. Uh, Andrew Wild has done, Dr. Andrew Wild has done a lot of research on Mediterranean diets. Again, I like to stress uh, no trend dieting. Try it out for yourself. See what works. The one thing I like about this cookbook is that it is uh, talking about seasonal, sustainable, and simple, which is really a nice way to go. Um, Sam Fox and Michael Stebner put this book together with Andrew. I provided links below to the cookbook and then some additional recipes that you can check out, a chocolate pudding that you can connect to, cook it maybe before you uh, purchase the cookbook, curried cauliflower soup. It's a really uh, beautifully and well done and starts to give you ideas of what you can do with seasonal fruits and veggies. On that note, I would love to inspire everyone that's listening in to find a CSA a cooperative
close to them or a local uh, farmer's market where you can get local seasonal vegetables from your farmers in your area. Here in Los Angeles, we have Farm Fresh to You, Community Agriculture, a beautiful company. They always include uh, recipes. They grow the majority of their vegetables, and then they also partner with other organic farmers in the area and supply that in their box. So it really is a community effort. I even had the owner deliver uh, the food <laughs> to me uh, a couple weeks ago before a retreat, and it was just so sweet to meet him uh, late on a Wednesday night delivering all these boxes of food. He says that he likes to meet the people that are eating his food. Now, there you go, hand-to-hand business uh, is really beautiful. So I clicked on or provided this link, Farm Fresh to You, Community Agriculture. You can get some ideas. Again, no matter where you live in the world, it's pretty easy to find food, natural food markets. I've found them in many countries all over the world. You might be surprised at where the food is coming from. And in many areas, they have really beautiful farm stands. Some, I've been in Canada where you just put money in the box and you can get fresh lettuces and spinaches and potatoes. So look around and explore and start to connect with, to what's naturally growing. When you visit these farm stands or these farmers that are growing uh, crops that are seasonal, you'll begin to understand what is naturally grown versus at the market sometimes it gets confusing because there's a cucumber available year-round where that might be possible in the Mediterranean. However, even in California, cucumbers do not typically grow unless you're in a greenhouse environment year-round. Neither do tomatoes. So this is why in the past you would grow lots of tomatoes because they do grow abundantly and then they would be jarred or canned for winter months. So we start to learn about what our ancestors did and what is naturally occurring. So we're going to sign out with a, another song by Shyla Ray Sunshine. It's called Om Namah Shivaya. And this mantra means many things, but I'm going to refer to it in this way. Om Namah Shivaya is also the syllables the, or the sounds equal the five elements. So as we're talking about winter with the element of wood, Ultimately, if all our elements are in harmony, we are in this beautiful creation cycle. So this is another reason to really nourish and tend to the season we're in when we're in it and be mindful of what's occurring at that moment. So as you allow yourself to marinate on everything that I've shared, if you're so inspired, please connect to the links below. See what uh, arrives at your own research, your own experimentation, and your own practice. Until next time, this is She signing out with a big smile, full eyes, a full heart, a deep bow, and a namaste. Be simply. All things come from the most high. Love is my religion and the reason why. My heart beats the blood of my veins.
Lord, it's a hit. 